Please don't wake up. Don't wake up. Don't wake up. Don't wake up. Hello and welcome to the Goth Mom Podcast. I am your host, Perry Lerner, and with me is... Wait, I fucked up already. Did you call yourself Mommy Lerner? Did I? I don't know. I might have misheard that. I'm producer and husband, Jesse Dram. Don't wake up, baby. Yeah. Uh... So, yeah, how you feeling today, Jesse? Doing good. We might sound like we're stoned. We're not. We are no. full of mac and cheese. We're just, yes, and incredibly tired as usual. In addition to daylight savings. Yes, which hopefully is done after the next time around. Yes, and we will get into why this has been a particularly hectic week for us and a topic of the episode. Um. Yes, yeah, so uh, this week, well, first, before we get into the episode. Oh, moves of the week. Eyebrow piercing, son. Eyebrow piercing. Yeah, right. Seriously. And I did have an eyebrow piercing. Jeez. I didn't. I should have. Um. When I you, can see that. When you turn 13, a man in a suit should come to your house and give you an eyebrow piercing. Oh, God. Yeah, no, I was definitely not 13, but I have good eyebrows, so it worked for me. Um, but, yeah, they just announced um, a new festival. Hot on the heels of when we were young. In fucking Vegas again. Again. Sick new world. And this is pretty much a new metal girl's dream. Wait. How the fuck is the name of the festival Sick New World and they didn't and spell like, new N-U? Oh, that's a good point. Why are you spelling is maybe maybe new metal is like copyrighted by Gene Simmons or some shit and I never knew. My uh, oh, I'm sitting on a book. That's okay. That, my, that, that happens in our house. My issue was more that it's called Sick New World, but all of these bands are like a thousand years old. Mm-hmm. But I want to see every single one of them. The lineup's pretty, not to be, uh, oh, yeah. let, 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 it's pretty sick, no pun intended. Let's go some more of the obscure ones uh, <coughs> down here. Number, Orgy. Or, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, my Cold life, Chamber. My Life with the Thrill Kill Cult. Hoobastank is pretty low. Stabbing Westward. We're stabbing Westward. Right there. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Now I may have to actually go to this. We secretly, the, if, if we have a family band that we all love, like, Stabbing Westward is pretty high up there. I didn't even notice Alien Ant Farm. Oh, shit. Do they have more than two songs? Uh, They had movies. They had smooth... Cr- no, they only have Fucking two songs. Fucking P.O.D. Lacuna Coil. You'd be remiss not to mention Cradle of Filth, a.k.a. Uh-huh. Children of Bodom. They are not the same. And as I mentioned, there is not a single band I want to see less in, like, broad daylight in the fucking desert. By the way, speaking I'm of... I'm sorry, P- they're the fucking same. Speaking of P.O.D., we were just talking about how you saw Katy Perry voted for uh, the Republican candidate for mayor oh, of Oh, God. Angeles. Yes. As By the way, as we record um it is the monday before election day so this will be coming out the The day day after after election day Day. i assume the democrats gained 57 seats in the senate naturally but uh, i i had to point out hilariously that like oh yeah katie perry definitely has some hidden conservative because she started out as like a christian singer and i think her television debut was singing background vocals for P.O.D. on fucking Letterman. I do feel like she's, like, kind of walked it back and, like, has since tried to identify as a feminist, even though she was staunchly, Mm. like, I'm not a feminist. Which is funny, because she was married to Russell Brand, who went from, like, weird, weird, druggy spiritual guru to now he's, like, kind of flirting with the alt-right. And is she still with Orlando Bloom? I think she is. Yeah, that's weird. I'm going to get a little gross here, but I saw some uh, paparazzi photos where, for whatever reason, she's fully clothed. And he is bare ass naked on a paddleboard. 
And yeah, Legolas is mm, third leg. Let me tell you. Oh, yeah. Um, I always, Eric Gordon was my guy because, of course, he was. I've seen Aragorn's Hog too. Uh, Eastern Promises. Oh God, <laughs> that's a great movie. <laughs> Just brag about all the Lord of the Rings hogs you've seen. Oh yes, let's. <laughs> we, I, I want to make a compilation of every nude scene of every actor in Lord of the Rings. Oh God. Um. Oh, back to this, the Melvins Ministry. But this is like these are not even like the main lo- like headers. Oh, oh, real quick before we get too far. I love the fact that the logo is still the same. It's not the band Him. It's Vilvalo. Oh, I forgot Solo. they changed it. Dude, that was so crazy. They had a, a, a mini documentary on Bam Margera that came out a few years ago uh-huh. where they pretty much blamed all of his drinking and bulimia problems on Vilvalo. Oh, wow. Yeah. Fucking Papa Roach. Papa Roach. We're, we're learning a Papa Roach song for that show we're doing. Turnstile, the band that's touring with Blink that I don't know who they are otherwise. They're, they're a new band and they're act, they're getting played on like MMR and shit. It's weird. And they were a hardcore band like four years ago. Damn, that'd be dope to see Cole Chamber. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Bungle, which you said is not going I, to be a good situation in this. I scenario. love Mr. Bungle. They're one of my top ten bands of all time. They're crazy, progressive, jazz-infused madness. But they broke up for 20 years and now they got back together it's only three of the original five members. They also added Is Scott. Is Mike Patton still in it? Yes. But they also added Scott Ian from Anthrax on guitar. Interesting. And Dave Lombardo from Slayer on drums. Also interesting. And they're only touring with like their high school era. Because this is a band that's been together since high school. As a matter of fact, when Mike Patton joined Faith No More, his only uh, constitution stipulation, his only stipulation is he had to be allowed to continue with his high school band, Mr. Bungle. And they're only playing like their death metal demos. Whoa, placebo. I forget placebo exists. They, yeah. Uh, well, I forget most of these bands exist. Evanescence. And then the big Kahuna. Sisters of Mercy is very high on that flyer. I mean, turnstiles. Who's Chevelle? Chevelle? Uh, they had some like real shitty uh, modern rock songs in like the late 2000s. All right. But it, most importantly, the, the big, top four. The big kahunas. We've Starting got System the, of the Down. Who are basically reuniting. They haven't been getting along for a long time now. Corn. Corn. Big announcement. Deftones. Also known as that's how I found <laughs> that's actually how I found out was Deftones posted this on Instagram and I, then I, I I heard somebody recently refer to Deftones as horny corn. <laughs> like, yeah, de- de- Deftones is horny corn and corn is molested Deftones. I'm sorry, Deftones and corn are very different. And Incubus and I have seen Deftones and Incubus together, same same tour. I think the only actually I've never seen Deftones. I've seen System of Down. I've seen Corn. Oh I think I saw Papa Roach once. I don't know how that happened. Oh, KMFDM. I miss them. Yeah, this is dope, though. We would 100% be there if it wasn't in Vegas. I don't understand how anybody would ever want to go to a festival in Vegas again with, you know, that fucking... I'm not trying to even make light of it, but, like, that fucking shooting that exposed that, like... Oh, yeah, anybody in a hotel on this flat landscape can just fucking pick people off. That's crazy. Oh, Kitty. Oh, yeah, that's right. They reunited for um when we were young, too. We should see if Stabbing Westward is touring. Okay, so that's that's this. It's next year, May 13th. Um, We will not be there, but maybe in spirit. Um, But, yeah, that, that piqued my interest. Yeah, very so, cool. Um, Yes, but now we can get into what... I, I, I like that new Metal is making a comeback in just, like, popular nostalgia. We were watching a video the other day that was uh, Gen Z kids react to Slipknot. And one of the little shits in the video actually said, like, 
this isn't even music. Limp Biscuit is like real music. Oh, yeah. This is just yelling. You absolutely need to get better at not interrupting me. I wanted to add something before you changed the topic entirely. I know, but then at least say, wait, can I add something and don't just interrupt me? This is my podcast. Don't cut me off. See, if we got married in a church, you would have to obey me. But no, we had to get married like fucking Quakers and equality and blah. Hey, we had an official officiant. We didn't do the Quaker thing. Yeah, but we also didn't do the church thing where you'd promise to love and obey me and cook for yeah, me. Yeah, de- definitely in my in my vows, it nowhere did it say I promised to love. I did definitely did not say I promised to obey you, actually. So that's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the topic is sure to uh, turn a bunch of listeners away, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, given given where Philadelphia sports teams are right now, we figured it would be a worthwhile topic to cover, which goth and sports. It's it's a weird it's I, I don't know. I feel like there's something about Philadelphia sports where everyone is welcome to be a sports fan. And I do wonder if it is different in other cities, you know, because mm. like I feel like here. Sport. I mean, being a sports fan is like very much like a culture here. It's it's assumed. Yeah, and you know, every like everyone can watch the Phillies. So the Phillies were in the World Series. Very unexpectedly. Yes, they barely made it to postseason. And for those of you who don't know, Jesse and I do uh, love the Phillies, regardless of if they're doing well or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and we go to games every year, at least a few games a year. Um, but they were in the World Series this year after barely scraping into postseason. Um, beat the Padres to get the pennant four to one. The games mm-hmm. they won four four games for those of you who don't know. Four, four, they won four games and lost one yeah. out of seven. They came in very strong, and they were also going up as a, well. It's a Philly team, so they're always an underdog. But they were coming up. Uh, they're playing against the Houston Astros who, while a great baseball team, famously uh, were caught cheating the last time they won a World Series. In 2017. So there's a, there's an interesting narrative around They were the caught sign-stealing, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, and some of the players, it was mainly like the coach and the general manager, I think, doing it. But some of the players who were on that team uh, in 2017 are still on that team. So... The Astros are basically America's most hated baseball team, and everyone was rooting against them except for Astro fans. Um, it's really interesting because my family, so we're obviously from Philly. We're all about Philly sports teams. My step family is from New Jersey, and they root for New York teams. So it was always contentious in our household um, whenever uh, – you know, Philly and New York teams would play. And obviously, so they were Yankees fans. Obviously, you know, the Phillies and the Yankees weren't really going to be playing each other except the one time in the World Series. But it was interesting having my stepsister um, rooting for a Philadelphia team with me this year because she just wanted the Astros to lose because the Astros were playing the Yankees in the postseason and swept them 4-0. So, so like, all the Yankees fans came over to the Phillies' side. Mm-hmm. And, like I said, they started out very, very strong. Uh, at the same time, the... Uh, in They started out very strong in the playoffs. 
Well, yeah, I think even coming into the series, they they finished the series with the Padres very quickly. I meant not. I don't think they started off strong in the World Series. They barely won the first game. Still, there was that great moment where like Bryce Harper came up. Like they won it at the last minute with like Bryce Harper getting that home run. I'm not saying it wasn't awesome. I'm just saying I wouldn't say they came out strong. Like they barely won that first game. I mean, we definitely unfortunately the Phillies ended up losing in game six. Six. In game six. And it was predicted it would go to game six or seven, but like by the last two games, it seemed like they just lost a step. Yeah, because they got seven home runs. Well, no, they got five home runs. In one game. In one game. And then the next two, they got like two total. Yeah. The next three games, they got three total. So, uh, And also on the day they lost the World Series, they also, uh, the Philadelphia Union also lost the National Soccer Championship. Yeah, the MLS Cup. The MLS Cup. So, Oh, my God. Uh, I still will never forgive them. So I believe it was game... Two or no, not game two, game two in Philly. It was game four in Philly. Bases were loaded. Um, they pulled, I forget who was pitching at the time, but they pulled whoever was pitching to put Alvarado in. And he fucking the next player got a home run and they got four runs. Next thing you know. So, like, that totally fucked us. And then the last game. Game six, they almost did the same thing where Wheeler was pitching a very good game. He had someone on first and third, and they pulled him and put Alvarado in. And the second he threw a pitch, Alvarez fucking hit a homer. And they had, we were up one, and they got three home runs, and we never recovered. And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe don't make the same mistake twice. Maybe don't like, put a pitcher in who hasn't been pitching all game in a high-stakes situation when they're, like, still need to, like, get into the groove of the game. Like, I just thought that was such a fatal move that they could have avoided it. Maybe Wheeler would have given up a run. I don't think he would have pitched a homer. And, yeah, so that fucked us. Mm -hmm. But I did say to you, because if they went to Game 7, we would have had my mom stay over so we could have gone out. And let's be real, it was very unlikely the Phillies were going to be win- winning that World Series. Mm-hmm. And it would have been a bummer if Game 7, we, like, totally, like, had my mom come, stay over, stayed up we till were, midnight again. We were already exhausted because, like, the first game went to extra innings, even the games that didn't ran very long. Yeah. So, like, every night we were up later than we typically would be. Yeah, and then they probably would have lost game and seven we, and we would have been, like, really fucking yeah. pissed. And we have a baby that goes to bed at exactly the time that the game starts. And guess what? She doesn't always stick to that agreement. And no, she wakes up. and she wakes up once every 20 minutes. Exactly. But here's the thing. So we're not talking about this just to, if you... <laughs> we're not talking about this just to talk about Phillies, but I thought this would be an interesting thing to talk about uh, the relationship. Someone would say a hostile relationship true we also didn't point out though that the eagles are still eight zero yes they're undefeated only undefeated uh nfl team right now so it's it's hot in philly right now it is hot in philly but there is a bit of a hostile relationship 77 degrees today ah it's fucking terrible we're all gonna die um there is a little bit of a hostile relationship between the alts and emos and goths and uh sports i i have here in my notes i actually refer to it as Growing up and letting go of sports ball. 
Yes, which is when you had said that, I was like, oh, I was thinking the name of this needs to be sports ball. But can I tell you how many people I have that had said sports ball to me while I was talking about the World Series? And it's, I'm just like, come on, you know it's baseball. You know it's home runs. It's okay. Like, yeah. you can admit you know a little bit well, about sports. That is, so it, it, it's one thing when we're actually in school and the people who are interested in one thing are generally hostile, maybe bullying, at the very least, different and awkward around people who are not into that thing. But as you grow up, it also becomes more like you don't get much more populist than sports and being an outsider, being an other, you're really not inclined to go along with the thing everybody likes. Right. Well, so I'm curious about your um, experience growing up with sports. So I, as you know, I come from a sports family. Mm -hmm. uh, my grandfather is an umpire, actually umpired at that stadium at one point. The Carpenter's Cup. Um, and my uncle is also an umpire, and he is a referee of hockey. Um, my dad checks the scores, and that's about it. Um, and my mom avoids sports, yes. pretty much. Your mom's a jinx. She's a yeah. mush. But so I grew up like going to baseball games with my uncle and my grandfather. Um, we always went to Phillies games. Um, I always went to Flyers games. And then as I got older, in I played intramural basketball just for funsies. And the coach had actually said to my mom, "Oh, you know, she could probably play for the team. She's pretty good." And my mom's like, "Yeah, I think she." She she's not really like competitive. I think she just likes playing for fun. Like, mm. and I never really pursued that. Well, you know, I think you hit on something there. I think part of the reason a lot of uh, alternative kids don't get involved with sports is specifically alternative people tend to be very conflict avoidant, and mm. competition obviously goes hand in hand with sports. You can play if you enjoy it, but if you're playing actual team sports and you're not trying to win, you are riding that bench baby so actually like very interestingly um so lisa and i became friends in seventh grade and we like became friends because we were like the two like you know all weirdos in our class mm -hmm. we both loved ice hockey and we'd go to titans games all the time trenton titans uh. um we would go to titans games all the time and it's just so funny that like my other like big alt friend like first alt friend was also into ice hockey mm -hmm. there, there's always some exceptions i remember us well we'll get into certain things later but like for whatever reason when it came to heavier music like metalheads and hardcore kids like hockey was okay to be into yeah because also hockey out of the big four sports in america hockey's like the least popular so it still has a little bit of, like, an edge. There's a lot of dudes beating each other up, which would explain why, like, you know, if you like Pantera, fucking Dave the Hammer Schultz beating a guy's face in is not far off. Also, like, not for nothing, I don't know if this contributes to it at all, but, like, hockey is, like, during a time where, like, there's not really much else going on. Like, it's cold, like, no one's, like, hanging out outside, skateboarding and shit, mm -hmm. you know, like... I'm surprised hockey jerseys weren't bigger during new metal. Like they're gigantic baggy things and they're fucking aggro. Oh, yeah, that is true. 
Huh. Instead, it stopped with Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith wore hockey jerseys, and that was it. <laughs> I never had a hockey jersey. I always had T-shirts. Uh, I, I had one. I had a Flyers one with my name on the back, and it was so uncomfortable, and I didn't Why like was it. your name on the back? That's stupid. Because you can get them custom with You're your name You're not a hockey player. No shit. Doesn't our niece oh, have by the way, that? By the way, by the way, my, so my last name was on the back, Dram. Can you guess the number? Uh, 13. Damn straight. <laughs> I'm a bet. That's right. I'm into sports, but, oh I'm, my God. but I'm spooky. He asked, he asked for a 13, but he drew a 31. Oh. Yeah. Um, By the way, one of the things coloring this entire conversation is literally we just wrapped up watching Can't Hardly Wait before this film. Yes. And uh, obviously the the football player Mike Dexter and his much beleaguered bully. Um, fuck, what's his name? William. 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 Bully. No, his much victim. believed bully victim, yeah. William, uh, and him getting revenge is a major plot of the entire film. Yeah, I... Uh, I don't remember the jocks. The jocks were never the bullies in my school. It was always the uh, the, the W words, the, the thugs. Um... But white people. White people. We're, we're making that. No, 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 no. See, this is why I don't want to call them thugs, because number one... They want to feel intimidating. And number two, like, it sounds like you're lumping in other people when you're not. No, I am talking about 15-year-old boys in 5XL fucking white t-shirts and their fucking butts hanging out. Yeah. Um, yeah, those were those were the bully kids. I feel like we didn't really have, like, quote-unquote bullies in high school. Like, I'm, you know, kids definitely got bullied, but it wasn't like, I don't know. Like, the jocks definitely weren't, like, Cool. There were like a couple cool ones, but it wasn't like, oh, you're a football player. Like you're automatically like a popular kid. Like you're a cheerleader. You're automatically like hot. Well, and I was weirdly enough a cheerleader. Also strange. But I'm a cheerleader. Same, same alt friend who was into ice hockey with me also was a cheerleader. Super into it. Um, I did it because I missed dancing. It was just as weird then that your I was. Your school has no gymnastics team. This, this is, is a last, last resort. resort. Yeah. I, it was just as weird then to like my friends that I was doing cheerleading as it is now. And like I'll, the cheerleaders were like largely stoners. Um, but yeah, so that was like a weird trajectory. And then all of my friends started joining that. And uh, I think after like two seasons of that, I was like, this is kind of lame. Um, so I, I stopped doing it and haven't looked back since. And then unfortunately all my friends kind of followed suit and regretted it because they really missed cheerleading, but I was not super into it. Oh, and you are putting the baby's bank in her mouth. Um, but yeah, so that's like my sports trajectory. I was very lucky that my parents never really forced me to play any sports though. Uh, cause I feel like that just would have ruined that. And again, that was like a big thing in my family. Like I know my cousin was kind of like forced into playing softball and she really like did not enjoy it anymore. Um, also my stepsister was forced into playing softball, obviously not by my family. That was by her mother, but she did not enjoy that either. Um, so yeah. So, uh, is she good? I don't know. Should we pause? Yeah, let's pause. Oh, the fucking wreck. And we're back for now. Um, so honey, what what sports did you play as a kid? Cause I played street hockey. 
I played like officially or for fun? No, officially. It was, okay. It was street hockey, and that the rinks were just asphalt. Gotcha. I never learned how to skate properly. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, uh, football and baseball. Those mm-hmm. are my three. What was your favorite? Uh, I preferred sitting on a couch reading to all of them. Um, <laughs> let's see. So football, <coughs> football, I was good at. I played center. Until, first off, what happened was I gained a lot of weight when I was eight years old. So I went from being one of the biggest kids to being in a different weight division where everyone was three to four years older than me. Oh, wow. I was a little fat boy. Aww. And then I got the <laughs> win, I got the wind knocked out of me in one game, which if you've ever had the wind knocked out of you, it's literally like your stomach is spasming and you can't breathe in air. And it's very, I remember my dad being like, what the fuck's wrong with you? You just got the wind knocked out of you. Like, yeah, I can't breathe. Also, I'm nine. Also, everybody here is a foot taller than me. What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> so I didn't play football anymore after that. Um, I think I finished out that season. I remember my dad was so gung-ho. This is the thing with a lot of, like, alt guys is, like, there's an entire thing of disappointing your dad by, like, not liking playing sports. Right. Uh, like, I remember. It's weird to me. To, like, I obviously don't know your, didn't know your dad because he died before I was in the picture. Well, well before I was in the picture. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't seem like the type who would have been like that. My dad, it, it, see, even though my dad wasn't a big, like, it's not like he played, he played football, but he didn't play in a high school. But more than anything else, he was very masculine. Mm-hmm. And as a very masculine man, he wanted his little boy not writing, not winning poetry contests, but hurting people. Did you win poetry contests? I won a poetry contest. Oh, wow. What poem? Do you have it? I don't know where it is. I remember it was a poem about the Holocaust because we were learning about the Holocaust. Oh, wow. Deep. You learned about the Holocaust back then. Deep. And, uh, yeah, I won some award for What's it. with you? Because so, your cousin also won something for a Holocaust. What was that? I don't know, but I remember seeing in your uncle's basement. It was like, blah, blah, like. Holocaust award and I'm like what's with these non-Jews winning Holocaust awards we didn't have Jews in South Jersey back then clearly it hadn't landed yet um so and I remember even in high school I was approached by the coach like uh, approached by the coach uh and he said want a roach and I said I'd rather not broach the subject um no I was I was uh approached by the coach our football team was terrible he's like you're a big kid. You want to play football? And it's like, I'm a guitarist, sir. I'm not doing anything that'll risk these hands. And I meant it. I think we got to, like, deal with this kid. You go deal with it real quick. I'll talk about my glorious sports career. Oh, God. Uh, so. Pause when you're done. Okay. Um, ho- ice hockey. It was funny that my dad wanted me to play these sports. He didn't teach me the rules for any of them. One of the big examples being when he kept saying in hockey, like, you got to throw your weight around. You got to check a guy. And I remember I was going for the ball one game because I was a terrible stick handler. So I got frustrated and checked the kid in front of me and he just like flattened into the board. And I got ejected from the game because it turns out my dad didn't look up the rules. Uh, You're not allowed to check in peewee street hockey. And I think even in the car afterwards, he's like, that one's on me. I should have checked. And the other one, I played baseball. I was okay. I had a good... uh, these These are all games I stopped playing by the time I hit fucking puberty. I got one hair on my ball, and I was done playing ball. Unless it was with those balls. Hubba, hubba. That's right. <laughs> the Gothamon podcast gets super broy and triple X rated when Perry is out of the room. Um, now, I played baseball. I was not good. I was a fat kid. I didn't like uh, running. 
even as lazy a sport as baseball, I just, I could not force myself in those uncomfortable fucking everything. Uh, I do remember my stepdad was the, um, I'm going to wait till she's down for this because this is funny. Hold on. Hold on. Where is it? All right. Perry's back from feeding our baby. Uh, so the last one was baseball. And even though I was bad at it, uh, my stepdad was one of the coaches. And I begged and begged him if he could get me on the all-star team, which he did. And I remember a, another kid on the team, his dad angrily called our house and left a fucking uh, a tape-recorded voice message just berating my stepfather for putting his unathletic stepson in the all-star oh, wow. game and not his son. Uh, participation trophies, baby. Yeah. Yeah, that's your turn. It is my turn, but where are we now? Now that I talked about that. So, yeah, um, my, my, my dad got over me not being a big sports guy. That's good. You would have been a major disappointment for the rest of your life. Yes. Let's talk about the dating aspect. Our child is with us because she will not let us do any of it. It's actually 24 hours since we last recorded because little miss here was making a fuss. But speaking of making babies dating so yeah are, are are alt girls allowed to be into the jocks um i mean i feel like they're allowed to be i feel like they typically aren't but it kind of reminds me of that juno thing where uh mm. like juno's like uh like sean from degrassi that's right uh she's like yeah jack beat that shit up um you are not helping right now there are there, there are jocks that like the little goth girls uh yeah, I mean, I can't see it. Here's the thing. Despite like they're not, I feel like when you think of like what all girls tend to like, like that's just not their style. And I don't think it's like they don't like, like, don't feel like they can like them. It's just like you're going to go for like this skinny, like a soulful musician. And they're usually not the ones playing sports. Although, so this isn't really a sport, but like technically our thing in um, high school was like ultimate. Mm, ultimate frisbee. frisbee and like me and my friends well my ex-boyfriend and, and his best friend started the club in high school one of the nerdiest of sports yeah and they uh and then everyone started playing so that was definitely like but that was just like a club like an after school thing it wasn't like official sports shit. it involves cardio and coordination it does but it's not it wasn't like a team sport <laughs> like we were playing is my point right and, like, half of us would just, like, sit there and get stoned. See, I think that was honestly my problem dating as a teenager is though I was not the jock, I was tall, I was husky, and I did lift weights. So, like, pretty much every girl I had a big, because I always had a crush on the alt girl, every girl I had a big crush on, she was interested in, like, these waifish bully band little fucking scarecrows. Yeah, I feel like if you played your cards differently in high school and you, like, played football, you... Would have had a different high school experience, but you went you went the other way. I went the other way. I'm gonna play heavy metal and only the kind of. Hit I will. I remember this. Um, I have a brother who's five years younger than me, and uh, I graduated 2005. He was class of 2010, and I was driving him to school one day, and he was complaining about his inability to find girls who were into the same things as him, and of course this is like 2007, eight, nine. So there's like scene girls and emo girls. And I just fucking reared back and punched him in the arm. He said, what was that for? Because like, when I went to school, there was one alt girl. 
and we oh that's true because your brother is closer in age to me than we are like your brother is only a year younger than me exactly what my so era he's two grades younger than me if he graduated in 2010 my point being in my era of school there were so few rocker chicks that like most of them were like band girls lying dormant there wasn't a whole lot of like you know I, I felt like oh, it was no, I get your point that's what I'm saying is like I never thought about that because like I went to school closer to like when your brother was and yeah the real outburst of like emo is where those girls came in they were in like the underclasses but for whatever reason, I never really dated younger girls back then because it just, I don't know, it felt weird. So, like, the most popular <coughs> quote-unquote guy in school when I was a, a junior, or I was a sophomore, I'm not going to call out names because he might still, Brad Michelson. Not far off. Um, He might still play for the NFL. He was definitely, like, on the Eagles practice team at one point. But anyway... So, like, every, he was, like, you know, varsity football, varsity basketball, that shit. And he fucking dated a freshman his senior year, and I thought that was an odd choice. It's like, an odd choice. The most popular boy in school who could, like, arguably date anyone is dating a freshman. I don't know. It was just yeah. strange to me. It's like when, like, Dane Cook or Jerry Seinfeld are dating, like, 17 year olds. Like, dude, really? Yeah. And, like, I didn't think he was that cute, but, like, I think it was just like, yeah, he was like big man on campus. BMOC. Yeah, so that was that was weird to me. Okay, so to wrap this episode up, I have a full list, the full list of all of uh, the sports that have ever existed, and yeah. we're going to go down a list, and we're going to rank them by number, one being the least, five being the most. How alt-friendly are they? Yeah, this is an interesting choice you made. And, and we're going to discuss now, number one, I think we're both going to have a consensus on this. Again, one being the worst, five being the best. How do alts get along with football? I would say a one. Agreed. Very much a one. It's the most competitive. It's the most aggro. It's the most populist. It's everything that, you know, being a weirdo but is But again, not. being in Philly, I feel like everyone <coughs> is allowed to be an Eagles fan regardless. Yeah, eventually everybody just grows into it. You kind of have to let go of that, like... Yeah, the normies are the yeah, normies like, are watching the Super Bowl. Like everyone was out on Broad Street when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, now if the Eagles won the Super Bowl and there was anybody at home, like me, what am I gonna be like? One of them sheep? Yeah, like dude, the whole well, you, you and I discussed this. How I uh, just this last year read um, what the fuck's it called? Rainbow in the Dark, Catcher in the Rye. Uh, read Catcher in the Rye for the first time, and I said the Holden Caulfield reminded me of an incel where it's just like yeah he's watching everybody else having fun enjoying their lives and yeah and he's his like, own, how like dare how they? dare they don't, don't they realize how they're all phony uh <sighs> basketball i would give that more of a three i would say here's the thing basketball has potential because like tall skinny lanky this fucking emo boys right there. True, and I had a lot of like alt friends in Portland who like going to the Trailblazers was like a thing. Part of that might be the only sports in Portland, like professional sports, are soccer and basketball. But still, that's right. I want to see some pink eyeliner going hard in the paint. <laughs> I, I really think that like particularly emo kids would have been great in basketball. Uh, hockey, I'm gonna go a little higher. I'm gonna say a four. Well, and as I discussed earlier, my alt, one of my alt fr best friends was into hockey along with me. Mm -hmm. I would give that a, 
Um, yeah, I could give that a three or a four. Yeah, if you're like a nerd <coughs> or a goth or an emo, maybe not so much. But if you're into like heavy stuff, like punk, hardcore, metal, there's a lot. In fact, there's actually a trope known as like hardcore kids go through their hockey phase. Which is interesting because like, like it's not that far off from football in terms of like, like the aggressiveness of it. But there's something that like lends itself to being more alt than football. Yeah, that that, that is kind of like the hardcore emo aspect of it, where it's like punch, fight, 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 gliding. Yeah, <laughs> gliding. Off I go, wheeze. Um, wasn't on the list originally. I just added it now. Ultimate frisbee. Yeah, that's a five. That's a five. That's a that's a very dork friendly. Like, there's no uniforms. You use it. You use it on a football field that the jocks are not currently using. Again, I feel like it lends itself to like stoner culture. It's like more athletic hacky sack. Oh, I miss hacky sack. Hacky sack was fun. The only thing about ultimate Frisbee, my cardio was shit. I I did not have a fun time playing it because there was way more running than you would think for a bunch of lazy folks. Wait, and your brothers play disc golf, right? That I never got into. Yes, that's fun. Um, Okay. Baseball. Um, I'd give that a three or a four. I feel like I have, more, again, like living in the sports city, I feel like I have a lot of alt friends who, like, will go to a Phillies game. I'm surprised they don't play it more, especially since, like, uh, competition-wise, it's more, like, you can play baseball without ever forming teams. Yeah, and it's, like, chill. You know what else you don't have on there is kickball. I don't have kickball in there. I would say kickball is like the alt version of baseball. Not to mention when you really hit like the later 20s, early 30s, like hipster edgy kid. Like baseball is one of the only sports you can play very, very drunk. Yeah. And like there's like a lot of like adult kickball leagues. Like we have friends who are on who did adult kickball. Something every time I walk past an adult kickball league, I just hate everybody there. I don't know why. <laughs> um, soccer. I'd give that like closer to a four. Yeah, it hipsters love soccer. Again, Portland, it, one of their two teams. Especially as Americans, this one lets you break out of like the populist aspect. That is true, but like the rest of the world is like ape shit for it. Which is what I find hysterical. Like I would, I, I follow a more sophisticated sport. I go to local coffee shops and I listen to bands you hear on Pitchfork, and I go to. I, I support Manchester United. Meanwhile, over in Europe, if you're if you're a fan of Manchester yeah. United, I'll break your fucking head, yes. you fucking twat. They're football. They're they're football uh, fans. <coughs> there. Hooligans. Um, I will give that soccer like there is more gameplay, so it's definitely more interesting because they pause less time, like for less time, like mm-hmm. it's more consecutive. Uh, consecutive that's not the word i'm looking for but yeah it 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 just goes quicker like a soccer game you'll be up for like two hours maybe Mm -hmm. and like you know sports they could go like three hours yeah um four hours croquet um i mean well we discussed this i wouldn't typically put croquet in like all but we discussed it's heavily in alice in wonderland it's in the my chemical romance Mm -hmm. music video so, I don't know, a two or You know what's funny? It the, feels too, like, la-ti-da to me, like, too uppity. Yeah. The, the My Chemical Romance video is kind of parodying uh, Wes Anderson films. Mm. 
to the extent that I inaccurately always think there's croquet in Wes Anderson films. It's, it's I'm not okay, right? That's the it's I'm not okay, yeah. Um, I added this one at the last minute. Uh, amateur wrestling. I, I got to put that at a zero. Yeah, yeah. Also, well, what where would you put regular, like professional wrestling? You like, mean you mean real wrestling? Like uh. bullshit wrestling, <laughs> yeah. Uh, all kids have come around. I don't know what has changed in the last 10 years. Like 10 years ago, you would not be an older person admitting you still loved wrestling. And then just like 10 years ago, I was like, dude, I fucking love wrestling still. I think like also there's a lot more alt people doing wrestling and like there's more diversity. CM Punk helped a lot. Say, Yo, you introduced me to CM Punk and he is hot. I would have been watching wrestling in high school had I known CM Punk was a thing. Yeah, if those of you are unaware, CM Punk was basically like he was exactly that. He was just like a fucking kid with a, you know dyed hair and a lip ring and just a bad attitude that just wanted to go in there and show not to mention he was also straight in tattoos straight is he straight edge he's straight edge always has been so when he officially became a bad guy he very much took the ass like i'm straight edge and that means i'm better than you i was gonna say is he straight but that is definitely straight edge because straight edge and sober are two very different things yeah unfortunately he's an asshole now and ruined everything sucks but uh, it's also it's very theatrical. I feel like if you can get a lot of uh, a lot of the all kids, if you can get over the machismo of it. Mm-hmm. I remember there was a band girl I went to high school with loves wrestling still to this day. Interesting. That's right. Big. I did not start watching wrestling ever because of you, and now I watch it too much against my will. Big meaty men slapping meat. Um, golf. Uh, that feels too uppity to be alt at all. It does. It feels too uppity. It also, you know what makes it worse than other sports? It's so boomer. It, it also makes it worse than other sports is that the uniforms aren't sports. They're country club. True. And you have to, like, pay a lot to be, like, able to practice golf. You pretty much. Also, the other reason play, uh, golf is explicitly anti-alt, I'm pretty sure if you play golf, you spend a lot of time with your dad. Mm, yeah true you agree with your dad on a lot of things yeah that is true <laughs> uh volleyball um that could be a three or four yeah i could see volleyballs up there it's it's kind of it depends what kind though i would say beach volleyball would be a zero or a one because you shouldn't be on the beach if you got exactly i i did like a few years ago when I stand by that when the concept of summer goths became more of a thing where like you were seeing more fashion choices where it's like, Hey, you probably don't want to wear your 20 pound boots that go all the way up to your thighs in, you know, the middle of a humid July. So why not, you know, show a little skin. I would love a pair of uh, like short platform, like docks. I want a pair of platform sandals. I'm currently looking at my black platform Oxfords, but like I'm, I'm talking about like the really chunky dots. Like I, I think I could wear that those in the summer. And uh, finally, the very last one. Well, I I have another topic after this. Uh, The very last one, badminton. Um. So I would say badminton is very alt because I grew up with a badminton net in our yard and everyone would come and play badminton at my house. And ba- it's the best. Yeah. Badminton is very goth. You can I was just great at badminton. I was pretty good at badminton. Is badminton the one with the shuttlecock? Yes. <laughs> the birdie. I hate <laughs> the shuttlecock. Why are they all dick based? The genital. Yeah, we were. Real- <laughs> So the only question I have left before we wrap this up is uh, I'm curious how you think you're going to take to 
when little Violet here, if we're going with her fake name, when little Violet here starts playing sports, because again, a lot of this podcast is about keeping your edge into your elder years. But man, how do you stay like witchy and weird as like a soccer mom? Well, for one, I refuse to ever get a mom van. Sorry, no shade to my friends who have mom vans. No, all the shade. I I refuse to ever get a mom van. So whatever sport you play, you have to fit in my sedan. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, Violet, just suck on the boob. We're so close to done, please. I know. Uh, I mean, I'm definitely down to let her obviously play whatever she wants. Uh, what if it's football? Uh, she could play touch football, no tackle. Mm. I mean, that's legit. But um, yeah, I I don't know. I think, like I said, I refuse to have it. But like, wh- her her choice doesn't need to affect me. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I I might look weird to the other parents going to the games if we ever move to the suburbs and be in all black with my sunglasses and not want to communicate with any of them. Mm-hmm. Um I might not wear the the mom shirts that they all have and but yeah I were you listening to the used? Uh I, I was listening to an emo playlist and that was what came up next. Okay, because yeah you don't you don't really listen to the used mm-hmm. which that's that's a great influence on my on my part. Um but but yeah, like like I said, I, I, it's going to be a different game if we're in the suburbs, though, right? Like I feel like I will be the weird parent, like who's like covered in tattoos if we're in the suburbs. Ooh, then if you have to carpool, you get to like play good music for the kids. Oh my god, totally! And the kids all come home and be like, "Oh, we want to listen to corn." They're going to be like, "Oh, I need to talk to your mom, Violet." It's okay. We're gonna. <laughs> you kids want to hear some corn? Here's a song called "Daddy." Oh God. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of problematic songs that just are in the title alone for Corin. But yeah, no, I think it'd be easy to maintain my edge. Like I said, the big thing is just not getting a mommy car. Agreed. And if I get a mommy car, it's going to be black. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I don't know. How about you? You're a dad. How do you you deal with being an all-dad sports? Uh, I I don't know, just because... I I think it's mainly just going to be playing, you know, good music for the kids. Um... I do play guitar, so that's always going to be a thing. If guitar is even still cared about or appreciated, and she's she's anything like me, she'll do dance though, and we can then we'll have to deal with dance moms instead, which is a whole other animal. Ugh, no, thank you. Yeah, plotting ahead for you, you little punk, yeah. emo maybe. So, all right, well, I, that's that's all I yeah, have. Yeah, I think that's the episode. Uh, I don't want to go on too long because I'm sure I will be turning off a lot of my listeners just by doing a sports episode at all. So um, if you didn't like this episode, I'll be back next week with better alt content. I believe I will be interviewing Paige Greco. Ooh, okay. Good friend and art, uh, visual artist and uh, definitely adult alt girl. So we will be talking about um, misogyny in the alt scene. Ooh, I'm very interested. Please, uh, I talked about this a little bit when we covered emo on uh, the KYG Y2K podcast. But yeah, the, the fucking latent uh, fucking ho- not homophobia, misogyny. In the emo scene, especially when you look back where it was all like, you know, oh, I used to love this song growing up. Let me go back and listen to it. You fucking bitch, you did me wrong. I hope you die, die, die. 
Yep, exactly. Uh, this uh, We actually came up with this because the conversation started because we used to love listening to Marilyn Manson. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's problematic now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're going we're gonna to do that. So tune in next week. I swear it won't be about sports again. All right, guys. That's Goth Mom. Until next time, uh, your parents don't understand you. Yes. See ya. Bye. <laughs>